The views and opinions expressed on the following program are that of the host and their guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of CJAM-FM. Okay, it's 526. This is CJAM, the jamming one. Good morning. This is Campus Close-Up. It is Daybreak and Dixie time again. And good afternoon to you. I'm Judy Adams. Okay, 3.02 in the afternoon. You're listening to C-Jam. All requests Saturdays, 12 hours of requests. Welcome back to Cowboys and Indies. Best of the British indie scene. You're space trucking with Julian here all the way till 10 p.m. This is the Circa Program on C-Jam. I'm DJ Me, and this is Productive Confusion. The Jump Cat, Jump 50s rock and roll radio show. You are tuned into Girly So Groovy. You're listening to The Night Train. You're listening to C-Jam 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit for over 30 years. Yo, what's good? You're listening to Seed Jam Radio 99.1 FM, where you're now reaching higher ground in Windsor, Detroit. This is Drake Demore, your host as always for Wind City Sports. Wind City Sports is on Seed Jam every Thursday at 8 p.m., replays on Mondays at 12 p.m. Windsor's only local sport podcast featuring interviews with local athletes and coaches, and now Windsor's only award-winning sports podcast. You can hear all of our old shows on SoundCloud.com and CJAM.ca. We also have a Facebook and Twitter account. We'll talk about that at the end of the show as normally. Today is April 27th, 2017. And as mentioned, we do like to feature interviews with athletes and coaches. Today our guest is Evan Pishkonik, a former Windsor Lancer football player who made it to the CFL and has now returned home to Windsor to help coach the team, the Windsor Lancers football team. He is our new wide receivers assistant coach. The 25-year-old holds a few records in the OUA. He is 11th on the OUA all-time receiving list with 2,652 yards from 2010 into 2014. He is also tied for 5th on the OUA history in career touchdowns with 26. Him along with his former teammates and Windsor alumni, Austin Kennedy and Jordan Briscannon have also joined the coaching staff along with Coach Joe Demore. Evan talks about the uh, coaching dynamic with his former teammates uh, and coaching his former team in the interview. Also talks about his entire career, his time in Toronto, among other teams in professional football. So we're going to roll right into his interview in a few moments after we hear a PSA about Movement 2017. Uh, following that, we have a lot of Windsor Express news, some Windsor Spitfire news in regards to the Memorial Cup. We got some Windsor Clipper news who picked up a big win in their season opener last night. And as well, the Windsor TFC soccer stars are going to be kicking off their season tomorrow at Alumni Field uh, here in Windsor. Game time is now 8.15. It's changed from 7.30 to 8.15. They're going to be battling the North Mississauga Soccer Club. Tickets are just $10, and children under 12 are $5. 
Once again, that's tomorrow at Alumni Field at 8.15, uh, assuming they don't get rained out, actually, now that I now that I think about it. Had a r- really rainy day, so uh, their, their home opener may be postponed, and we'll be keeping you posted on that on social media uh, following the show. So once again, we're going to get into a PSA about Movement 2017 right now. Following that, we're going to roll right into our interview with Evan Pashkonik of the Windsor Lancers football team. Don't go anywhere. The Movement Electronic Music Festival is an internationally recognized music marathon that delivers three days and three nights of non-stop performances from more than 100 artists across six stages. This year's festival features performances from headliners Richie Houghton with a special performance of Close, Test Pilot and Carl Cox, along with top-charting CJM acts like Danny Brown, Survive and Thundercat, not to mention Detroit techno legends like Kevin Saunderson, Carl Craig and many, many more. The 2017 edition of Movement Electronic Music Festival takes place Memorial Day weekend, May 27th to 29th at Detroit's Hart Plaza. Get tickets and more information at movement.us. CJAM is a proud sponsor of Movement Electronic Music Festival. Just another way we reach higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Okay, so today my guest is Evan Pashonik, a newfound football coach here at the University of Windsor. How are you doing today, sir? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining me. Uh, joining me on the phone today. Uh, so, like I said, you're one of our new uh, one of our new coaches, part of the new coaching staff here at the Lancers football team. Uh, can you just describe your playing career uh, from as far back as you can remember? Just give us the whole nine yards. Well, uh, I started playing football when I was nine years old in the Windsor Minor, Windsor Minor Football League, and um, you know I. Pretty much, really, only played football my whole life. Played a little bit of other sports, like you know, with friends and stuff. But football was, you know, the main one. Um, played, went to General Amherst High School after that. Played uh, five years there because I did the fifth year. And then got recruited by Windsor. Played five years at Windsor. Um, was an OUA All Star twice, an All Canadian. And then uh, I was drafted by the Argos in 2014, the Toronto Argonauts. Was there for training camp. They sent me back to finish my schooling, so I finished my HK degree, and then actually ended up going out to Winnipeg for the end of their season in 2015. So I played there for a little bit. Had a couple injuries. Um, got released by the team, and you know I was just sitting around, and I thought, you know what, I've always wanted to, you know, teach, and you know, just by being on football and coaching and. Um, I thought teaching would be a good, you know, career. So I went went to uh, Teachers College, Faculty of Education at University of Windsor. And then, you know, um, Demore approached me and asked, you know, do you want to help out with the team because you can come back in school. And I thought it was a perfect opportunity to continue my, you know, you know, just help the, the ones that there's still kids on the team that um, that were there when I was there. And, you know, I just want to further, you know, their knowledge of the game and you know help them as much as I I can. That's very interesting. You said a lot of a lot of cool things there. Uh, so one thing I want to ask is uh, the the football uh, dynamic in in Winnipeg was it different there at all? The atmosphere, anything you noticed? Um, Winnipeg, I feel like Winnipeg was a little different from Toronto because Toronto there's a lot of different you know sports teams going on. Mm-hmm. The Blue Jays, the Leafs, um, Raptors, but Winnipeg, you know, they have the Winnipeg Jets and they got the Bombers, so it's very um, you know very professional. Um, in terms of the, the university, I'm not really, I'm not sure how that works out there. It wasn't really involved around them, but yeah. 
atmosphere out there for football is is definitely really big. Like football is big in uh, places like Winnipeg and Saskatchewan, and you know places where they don't really have you know that many sports teams going on. Mm-hmm. So it really draws a big crowd. Oh yeah, there was uh, I think it was minimum thirty thousand at every game. Wow. Yeah, wow, that was pretty good. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so, how did you end up being uh, a player on the on the Lancers team? Did you get a scholarship, or did you try out? I um, I was recruited by John DiNapoli, who actually passed away a couple yes. of years ago. Yeah. But I was recruited by him, and I was recruited by a couple other schools schools during my career. But my mom has worked at the University of Windsor my my whole life, and she used to bring me to football games when I was a little kid. And my whole life, I just thought, you know, I, I would go to football games when I was like eight years old and I would just think, you know, I want to, I want to play for this team one day. So I kind of did, I found out these other universities were recruiting me and kind of didn't really care. And then finally University of Windsor recruited me and I was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to University of Windsor. I finally can, you know, play on the team that I wanted to play for since I was a little kid and it worked out. So that's unreal. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so like you said, there's some people on the team now that uh, you played with that you knew but even some of the other uh, new coaches that were recruited, like uh, Austin Kennedy, yeah. you guys played together, um, and even you, uh, you were coached by Coach Demore, and now you're you're um, you're coaching with him. So just describe the uh, the connection between the coaches between you and Demore, and yeah. then you guys going from teammates to coaches together. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And uh, my first year, Demore was actually my receiver coach. He was the assistant head coach to Mike Marenzi, and he coached the receivers. So you know, we, our relationship started pretty early from my very first year. And then, of course, he got the head coaching job, internship job, um, right after the intern, sorry, uh, the next year. And then the following year was uh, named head coach. So um, definitely pretty cool to be coached by him for all five years and then now be alongside of him. Um, definitely helped me grow into the player I became. Um, and then playing with like AK, uh, Austin and Jordan, played three years with Jordan. Uh, yeah, three years with Jordan, and then my whole career, five years with, with uh, Austin. So that's definitely pretty cool. And now, you know, we became all pretty much best friends. So, you know, now just competing again, you know, at a, at the same level. You know, I get, we're not playing, so it's not the same, but just being able to um, compete again mm-hmm. with with each other is, a, you know, going to be fun. Yeah, still as a, as a team uh, yeah. trying to achieve the same goal, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, would you say you would have a passion for obviously for football, but for the Lancers, like you said, you're trying to kind of like give back to uh, the community. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I feel like you know when I was there, there were older guys teaching me, like guys like Jordan, guys like RJ Franklin, who was there, who'd come back here and there, you know, um, just talk to us, giving some wisdom, you know, on uh, just life in general. Glenn McKay, and um, you know, I just I just feel like once once I'm done, I, I don't want to I don't want to just be done. Yeah, I want to give back a little bit from what I gained from my experience, and that's exactly what I think Austin and Jordan are in it for too. So that's cool. You guys are all kind of on the same page. Yeah, that's cool. Hundred um, percent. And one thing I wanted to mention when I had uh, Joe Demore on the show back a while ago, he had a really really cool story just about you know like uh, training the kids, teaching the kids, and then I think they needed a coach, so he kind of stepped up. Like he didn't really wasn't really planning on ever being the coach, but since they needed it and he had the connection with the with the players, yeah. he decided to do so. I thought that was really awesome. Yeah. That's cool. No, def- definitely pretty cool, yeah. 
All right. So um, as we were talking before, you have a major in human kinetics, and yep. uh, and like you said, now you're in you're into teaching. Um, but yep. do you see any uh, anything translating into football with uh, your degree? Um, human kinetics one or the teaching, teaching degree? Uh, I could be both. Uh, do you have any plans maybe to both of them for sure? The human kinetics, you know, it's a, a lot of it. I was in the sports management section, mm-hmm. so it's he a little well. bit like. It would, to design that really that's cool yeah i did uh yeah. at the college level at uh lampton college so oh, i nice. kind of understand uh where you're coming from yeah so it's it's more of like the you know behind the scenes stuff but um the teaching definitely is a big thing you know it, teaching and coaching are, are pretty much go hand yeah, in hand exactly just um so when, when i knew I, when i like I, I liked coaching and i coached actually with austin and jordan at the windsor minor football um level uh, grade seven and eight, the PV division, and we won that. We won a championship our first year coaching. That's when I knew, like, you know what, I can, if I can do this, I can, you know, I think I want to be a teacher. So, so that definitely helped me, you know, further my education for sure. That's pretty cool to see, uh, yeah. you know, kind of happen in a different sort of in a different world. You know, it happened yeah. in the athletic world, and you decided I, if I could have some success doing this, then yeah, you know, for sure, it's awesome. Definitely a big reason why, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, we're looking forward to the home openers on August 27th here at Windsor Stadium yep. and uh, hoping to see a good turnaround for the for the Lancers. Now we've got a great coaching staff uh, who have actually been with the team for a long time, like you said. You guys have a history, so it's looking very promising. We're hoping for the best. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right, thanks Can't for, wait. Thanks for joining me, Evan. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Tuning in, this is Wind City Sports on CJM 99.1 FM. We just heard an interview with Evan Pashanik, the new wide receiver's assistant coach for the University of Lancers football team. As mentioned in the interview, they're going to be kicking off their season on August 27th here in Windsor at Alumni Field. Still a ways away, but with the new coaching staff, it's looking like they're going to be able to turn the team around. They haven't uh, made the playoffs in a while and are looking to find some success in their old team that they used to play on. Evan, along with his former teammates, uh, Austin Kennedy and Jordan Briscane. We have a lot to talk about in Windsor Sport News. We're going to kick things off with the Windsor Spitfires this week. The Spitfires have been training and practicing nonstop ever since their elimination at the hands of the London Knights in the first round of the OHL playoffs. They're preparing for the Memorial Cup, which is very fastly approaching, just, uh, just a few weeks out from Memorial Cup, kicking things off on May 19th at the WFCU Center. They've been practicing about twice a day and in and out of the arena constantly, training in the gym and on the ice. But as mentioned last week, they had announced a lot of festivities for the Memorial Cup, which will be going on at the WFCU Center. We have the Molson Hockey House with drinks and food at the AM800 rink. The other two rinks are going to be filled with Mopar fan zones, uh, Hockey Hall of Fame fan zones, and uh, military displays. In honor of our veterans who took part in the war, which is what the Memorial Cup was all designed around to, uh, to honor them. Single game tickets are now on sale for the 2017 MasterCard Memorial Cup for the preliminary games only. They are available at wfcu-center.com or the Velocity Injury Law box office. Again, you can see wfcu-center.com or the winterspitfires.com for more information. Some more exciting news in regards to the Memorial Cup. The CHL alumni game is set for May 27th 
a standout roster of CHL alumni are going to be featured on this game, including Steven Stamkos, Taylor Hall, Aaron Ekblad, Adam Henrique, and many, many more. Uh, looking at the roster right now, it looks pretty awesome. Uh, tickets start at $15, and fans are encouraged to pick them up quickly as they are anticipating this game to sell out. I believe it's going to be a 2 or 3 p.m. game uh, at the WFCU Center. Tickets can be purchased, again, at wfcu-center.com. Again, looking at the player roster, which is noted to be subject to change, there's a lot of standouts here, uh, as mentioned before, um, Taylor Hall and Steven Stamkos, among others. We also have Doug Gilmore, Adam Graves, Ed Jovanovsky, uh, just to name a few, Jeff O'Neill, Darcy Tucker, Corey Stillman, Jeff Skinner. The list just goes on and on and on. Those are just uh, just a sum to name a few. But aside from like these NHL standouts, we have a lot of Windsor Spitfire alumni who, uh, you know, kind of made their made their mark here in Windsor, regardless of what they've done. Otherwise, from there, we have Josh Bailey, former goaltender in the golden years when they won the back-to-back, back-to-back cups. Uh, Andrew Anglais is going to be playing. We have Michael Leighton, uh, Greg Nemez, Cal O'Reilly, Kirby Rykel, J- uh, Justin Shug, Ben Shutrin, Corey Stillman, as I mentioned before, Eric Wellwood, Harry Young, Mike Weber. The list goes on and on. So that should be a very cool uh, event going on at the WFCU Center. Uh, Saturday, May 27th. And a little bit more Windsor Spitfire news before we roll into the Windsor Express, which we have a lot to talk about. Uh, the 2017 first-round pick, Nathan Steos, has agreed to a standard OHL player and education package with general manager Warren Reichel earlier this week. Steos, who was 15, was the club's first-round pick, uh, number 17 in the 2017 OHL priority selection. Reading on the WindsorSpitfires.com, Reichel is quoted saying that Nathan is an elite puck mover who comes from an excellent hockey background. We look forward to him joining our club next season. He is the son of longtime NHL defenseman Steve Steos, who is now president and general manager of the Hamilton Bulldogs. His son Nathan, who is five foot eight, sitting at 160 pounds, scored five goals, 11 assists, and 32 penalty minutes in 16 games for the Vaughn Knights minor midgets in 2016-2017. He also participated in the club's 2017 mini camp and will be back for the main camp in August. Now rolling on to our Windsor Express team, the first round of the playoff schedule has been announced. Game one is going to be next Friday. Uh, May 5th at 7 p.m., and they will be battling the Kitchener-Waterloo Titans, who they faced off against last night. Looking at the stats recap from last night right now, the Windsor Express picked up a big win against their soon-to-be playoff opponent. The final score was 111-101, to which brings the Express to 20-18 and record. And the player of the game is the newly recruited number 3 Logan Stutz. This win helped the club clinch hometown court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Stutz is quoted on the WindsorStar.com saying, I'm really happy to be here and I think they're happy to have me. This was definitely a great last minute pickup which is making a big difference in our team. Although Juan Patillo led the team with 31 points and 13 rebounds and Shaquille Keith added 14 points while Tony Bennett chipped in with 14 points against the Storm. The player of the game, Logan Stutz, put up 22 points, 8 rebounds and 5 assists. The Express were actually down 47-44 47-44 to 44 at halftime and ended up battling to pick up the win. This should be a pretty interesting series. We're hoping that the Express roll past them onto the second round. And as talked about before here on the show, and uh, it's been quite the topic with the Windsor Express, they're going to be playing their first round of the playoffs at the Atlas Tube Center in Lakeshore. Until then, they still have two more uh, regular season games, one being tomorrow at home, their last home game of the season. It's a 7 p.m. game against the Halifax Hurricanes. 
From there, they will conclude their regular season on Saturday, April 29th, in Kitchener against the Titans. And then they will be playing Kitchener again in the playoffs. As mentioned earlier, their first game is Friday, one week from tomorrow, May 5th at 7 p.m. at the Atlas Tube Center. Game 2 is again at the Atlas Tube Center that Sunday, May 7th at 2 p.m. From there, they will go to play two games in Kitchener and then return home for Game 5, if necessary, on May 14th at 2 p.m. At the beginning of the show, I mentioned that the Windsor Clippers kicked off their regular season last night in London, where they picked up a huge win. 21-4 was the final score when they battled the Blue Devils in London, Ontario. Andrew Garrett and Chase Cavanaugh each scored four goals for the Clippers. Noah Bushnell had three goals, while Liam LeClaire, Jake Rosa, and Nathan Solaris added two goals each. Brendan Wallace, James Morgan, and Blaine Wallace, as well as Alex Mayhead, rounded out the Windsor scoring. The Clippers held a 72-36 shot advantage, with Joel Evans and Carson Hebner splitting the time in net for Windsor. Each allowed only two goals. What an impressive win for the Windsor Clippers. Last year they had an outstanding year, uh, pushing to the conference finals, but just couldn't make it to the final championships, where they, they looked like they were going to be a uh, contender and be actually winning the whole thing but just fell short just uh, just that one step before. So we're hoping this year they can really turn it around, or not really turn it around, but take that extra step forward towards the championship. They're obviously a great team dominating London 21-4, to so uh, we're looking forward to this, uh, this season. Their home opener is this Saturday, April 29th, when they host the Hamilton Bulldogs. Game time is 7 p.m. at Forest Glade Arena. And before we begin to wrap things up, we have a little bit of news in regards to one of our Windsor Lancers athletes. For the second straight year, Emily Prevost was the lone member of the University of Windsor Lancers selected to compete in the OUA Women's Basketball All-Star Game. The 10th edition of this event will be held this Saturday at York University. A first-team OUA All-Star, Prevost led the OUA in offense rebounds with 73 and total rebounds of 135, while averaging 14.5 points per game, good for ninth overall in the league in scoring. So congratulations to Emily, and thank you for representing Windsor at the OUA All-Star Game. And actually, before we go, we have some upcoming events in regards to sport events in Windsor and the surrounding area. Uh, tomorrow, unless it is rained out, as today we had a pretty rainy day, at Alumni Field, the Windsor TFC Soccer Stars are scheduled for their home opener against the North Mississauga Soccer Club. Uh, tickets are $10 for adults, and children under 12 get in for 5 the game was originally scheduled for 7th, but is now moved to 8:15. but again at Alumni Field here at the University of Windsor. Maple City Cage Fighting is be holding their next event here in Windsor. Normally operating out of Chatham, Ontario, MCC is going to be holding Rose City Showdown 1 at the Fogelar Furlan Club on Saturday, June 10th at 3 p.m. Still two months out, but a few bouts have already been announced. The most recent announcement is a 155-pound male title fight. Jesse Huzinga is going to be relinquishing the 155-pound title uh, as he continues his MMA career as a pro. So congratulations to him and good luck on his future endeavors. But now we have a vacant title, and the belt must be claimed by one of these athletes on June 10th. Um, the top two contenders are going to be battling for this belt. Cody Shavonik of We Are MMA, Team Supreme, will be taking on Windsor's own Michael Gigliotti, who is 3-1 fighting out of Hybrid Training Academy. Michael had a few fights in the last few, uh, sorry, the last year, 
Last summer, I seen him compete at the uh, Average Joe's event, which we covered here on Win City Sports. He had quite the outstanding performance. So he definitely deserves a title shot at the 155-pound title. Other fights announced at 145 pounds. Jeremy Ternovin fighting out of Yunhap Family Martial Arts in Windsor will be making his MMA debut against Jake Woods, who is 1-1, one one, fighting out of Arn Pryor, Ontario. He is representing Arn Pryor Wrestling Club. After coming off an impressive victory over Bill Gardner at MCC5, Luke Haynes, who is 1-0 out of Balance MMA, will be taking on undefeated fighter at 2-0 Aaron Daniels. Daniels is fighting out of SBG Toronto. This fight is scheduled in the 185-pound weight division. At 135 pounds, we have Devin Gibson, 1-1-1, fighting out of Blue Water Boxing Club in Sarnia, Ontario. We'll be taking on Chatham's own Byron Sanchuk, who is 1-2, fighting out of Gracie Barrett Chatham. Um, he has competed, competed a few times for MCC and is still uh, always willing to step back in the octagon, so uh, respect to him for that. And then our last match, which was actually ongoing the opposite order, the first match that was ever announced is 125-pound women's fight between Kelsey Parrish, who is 1-0, fighting out of Sengs Martial Arts, in Kingsville, who will be taking on Megan Owen, who is 1-1, out of Central Combat Sports here in Windsor, Ontario. Those are all of the bouts announced so far for the MCC uh, Rose City Showdown here in Windsor, Ontario, the first event that they are going to be holding in Windsor. Um, but since they are calling it Rose City Showdown 1, I anticipate there to be a Rose City showdown two or three and ongoing usually about 10 fights uh take place on these events sometimes you have a boxing match a kickboxing match or a jiu-jitsu fight along with all the mma bouts always a good time we will continue to be promoting the event as it gets closer but that is all today for win city sports on cjam we're here every thursday live at 8 p.m and replays on mondays now at 12 noon p.m you can hear every single one of our old shows on soundcloud.com slash Sports or cjam.ca. You go to cjam.ca, click on scheduling, click on programming, and find uh, Win City Sports on the Thursday 8 p.m. slot. Both on SoundCloud and cjam.ca, you can download and take the episodes on the go or listen to them whenever you'd like. We also have a Facebook account. You can simply search for us or type in facebook.com slash Sports. Same with Twitter. We have a Twitter account. You can simply search us. Our handle is at WCSCJAM, Win City Sports CJAM. If you are anticipating going to that soccer game, stay tuned on social media and see if it is rained out. Keep up on our social media as the Memorial Cup uh, approaches. We will be posting pictures of the ice as it is installed. So that's all for this week. Until next, smell you later. Same. You got everything you got to just stay with the Can you handle this?
Put your mama's home, we can bring it, we ain't got no shame. Up, down, turn it around, girl, I can be the one to blame. You first, me first, give it a go, if you with it, then it's all the same. Say 